Well, there is a new unstoppable movement that's fixing almost everything wrong with America's health care. It's called direct care, and by sidestepping entrenched extractive middles, employers and consumers alike can eliminate all the built-in confusion, gaming, all the tyranny, because direct care pays for itself, so the members and white coats are doubling every three years. Welcome to the new healthcare economy, where everyone wins. I'm excited to announce that we have now Redirect Health as our sponsor of the show. And I'm really careful who I invite as a sponsor because I want to be a satisfied client and I have been for five years. They have over 3,000 Google five-star ratings and counting with an average rating of 4.6 stars. And I can vouch for the integrity of this company because I've been using it for five years and they are amazing. At the end of the show, you can listen how to get your free report on how to cut your costs and turn your expensive healthcare into savings. And now to the show. I'm going to give you this year's 23 bites. These are the news shockers that I found through this show, and they'll go pretty quick. So let's start with the first one, which was the most shocking of all, which is as many as 30% of statin users are developing muscular dystrophy. And now we know why. These drugs tend to block a critical pathway for CoQ10 and vitamin K, and they inhibit MK4 synthesis, which triggers the disease. And you can't supplement enough when your path is blocked. The second thing is that I have been talking for a year now that we have 30,000 white coats shifted into DPC from value-based and fee-for-service. But I've learned with some new shocking information this week that over 45,000 is probably closer to the actual number. Um, because this December, Medscape came out with their annual survey of physicians. They interviewed 17,000 physicians. And if the survey's accurate, 10% are collecting their payment through direct care, which means that of the 200,000 PCPs out there, we're talking about 20,000. But we got to include the nurse practitioners not in the Medicaid survey, and that bumps the number up another 25,500, which takes us to 45,500. Turns out my 30,000 estimate is low, if the assumptions are correct. The third thing, x-rays and CT scans, and we get this from David Sinclair, who is uh, my favorite Harvard researcher, he is the age reversal guy that wrote the greatest book I've ever read called Lifespan in Healthcare. And he says this year, they just came out this, again, this week, x-rays and CT scans damage our DNA's ability to overwrite older DNA. So avoid common overtests in the x-ray and CT world at all costs, uh, says David Sinclair. He was episode 55, if you want to go here, one of my favorite episodes. Ann Richardson on episode 184 predicted accurately the mass exodus of senior nursing. And then less than a year later, Rebecca Love in episode 205 reports that the average tenure of the hospital nurse is half what it was one year ago. And she has the solution in that show number 205. 93% of medications sold are generic, and that overwhelmingly runs one to three pennies per pill. Why do we need PBMs to manage a 30 to 90 cent monthly fill per medication? So those are episodes 166 with Scripco's president or 185 with direct RX's or DIRX's uh, CEO. If you want to hear those two. Um, DPC is doubling every 30 months and 83% of employees want direct primary care, according to Hint Health. We'll get them on the show for sure. 
and 31% of 30 million members who get DBC are getting it for free. And there's some excellent studies out there by Mercer and Willis Towers Watson on that. The Surgery Center of Oklahoma is the first of its kind, transparent bundled surgery, and the first ever to now treat over 100,000 patients at the true free market cost. And what I learned on the show with Keith Smith, which was episode 196 this year, is the Oklahoma City hospitals have had to respond, and now their surgery prices are matching the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. I'm going to quote Keith. He's such a quotable guy. The market is a cruel taskmaster. But you got to go back to episode 24 for his best quote ever. And it's actually, you're not supposed to pick favorite children, but my favorite quote of 208 episodes is when he said of Congress fixing healthcare, don't expect the driver of the getaway car to ever solve the caper. Dutch Rojas, who was on the show this year, also had the second best quote. And he said that if a family has a deductible of $4,500 and less than that in the bank, do they actually have insurance? which neatly sums up why Kaiser Family Foundation says 105 million Americans are in medical collections, of which two-thirds had coverage of work. Preston Alexander, episode 192, has evolved into a national treasure for the transparency movement. Um, pick up on his stuff on LinkedIn if you want to start learning something exciting about the back end of these bigs and how they operate financially. Um, Walgreens tried opening a new Village MD every three days, Primary care turns out is a cash gobbler year one. And like CVS Health, it's now closing 60 brand new shiny clinics. We don't like seeing that, but that's the inevitability of corporate primary care sometimes. Minute clinics is a juggernaut is over because no one wants medications and DME and infusions prescribed by a transactional urgent care nurse who often has little to no staff supporting ops. Now, I'm not saying all minute clinics operate this way, but the few that I've talked to nurses that work there say they have literally no time to do anything other than see patients that are upset all day long because we now know, no surprise, that volume care destroys the upsell into the medication world and DME, et cetera. The other thing, and this was kind of sad news, is that Babylon Health was a giant SPAC hiding a lie. They had two of their C-suite guys on my show and they fooled me twice. I'm not giving these episodes out because it's embarrassing, but... Uh, they were two pretty senior guys and pretty respectable and before they got to Babylon, but their numbers they gave me were one doc can take care of 16,000 members. And I say to that now, bah humbug. Uh, DPC cures burnout. It's the next little bite here. Okay, well, that's not a jaw dropper for me, but blaming docs and nurses that gives the blamer a person a lifetime status, in my opinion, in the dum-dum club because it's the medical delivery model, stupid, not the doctor or the nurse. So I'm hat tipping James Carville, uh, which leads to the American Medical Association and the Hall of Fame of the Dum Dum Club. They advocated this year removing sex from birth certificates, 100% out of touch with most Americans, but the proof they're now out of touch with most doctors is they continue to offer resiliency courses for the very burnout they caused by their CPT coding book. Dumb. Okay, by the way, if that's your cash cow, CPT codes, you better find a new bovine within the next 10 years because that is walking dead, that Bible. Subscription-based care is largely replacement for the employers by then in 10 years. Only federal-based care, Medicare, Medicaid, defense care and all of that, and the bigs will keep coding alive. But the rest of the world is abandoning CPT codes. If these bigs can even keep their docs. So 
Feds and bureaucrats love swimming in seas of complexity and confusion and obfuscation when the water is perfectly clear over here in the direct world. Doug Aldean in episode 169 predicted year one to the day that the CAA would be a lawsuit waterfall, which is exactly what happened. Three companies, we're getting to today's guests now, are consistently solving the problem of metabolic disease, type two diabetes, hypertension, even cancer. And they're doing it over time across broad demographics and with careful data attention. This should give Oprah true hope, not Weight Watchers, which she now owns 10% of and has a dismal long-term effect with 95% bouncing back to their original weight and sometimes more, not healthy. So the three companies that are reversing type two diabetes, we've had Verta Health on here, Frank Dumont twice, Vita Health, CEO is on today, brand new CEO. We're going to learn a lot about this company, Amada Health. The next bite is Walmart used half of its $1 billion savings since 2019 healthcare spend on Centers of Excellence to offer this year free college tuition to all part-time and full-time Walmart employees. And now they offer virtual primary care to all full-time and part-time employees, which is probably going to save another bundle off their $8 billion healthcare spend and has already cut their turnover from 70% to almost half of that. And I'm betting they announced another one to 1.5 billion saved on that spend with this new move. That's all jaw dropping stuff. Only this direct model creates that and models like today's guest. Amazon has enough cash to subsidize every prime member for 26 months, which is exactly what they have announced. They've absurdly agreed to charge $9 for what is a normally $199 one medical subscription per month in a price war by the biggest muscled guy in the room of the 40 national and regional DPC. Remember they bought one medical. And at 199, one medical hemorrhages cash profusely already. So I'm not against the one medical model. I'm just not happy selling on the lowest price. And I end with praying that the great subscription medicine leaders that have been on the show don't take the bait and race to the bottom because Amazon is now remember on its third healthcare failure with one medical, potentially, I hope not. But this one is clearly another train wreck if they rest on price to win. It's no way to win a war. And no employer will trust Amazon for a long time because they've already proven with Haven and Amazon Health that they're not reliable with their rollouts. So stay the course, sisters and brothers of this important rebellion from the medieval ways, because in this future, everybody's winning. All right, I'm super excited to introduce you today to Joe Murad, a seasoned digital health executive. Recently, he's leading Vita Health as CEO, and Joe was previously CEO with With Me Health, driving personalized medication guidance. And he also led Pocket Doc to an exit, which was a pivotal player in interoperability in healthcare, exiting to change healthcare. Joe's strategic impact extends to Willis Towers Watson, Extend Health and eHealth, and he played key roles in reshaping the health benefits landscape. So, Joe Murad, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ron. Happy to be here. Yeah. Any comments before we get going? I uh, incredible amount of data points that you just just ran through there. It's 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 staggering to see the impact uh, across the ecosystem which we operate. But at least there's hope. Seems like there's hope, Ron. There is hope, and there's companies like yours, I think, that are providing it. So, let's talk about Vita Health. Um, you talk about a clinical care model in interviews now that you're started and to figure out where all the uh, file cabinets and the bathrooms are that, uh, I mean, you just started a month ago, didn't you? Two months ago. That's right. That's right, Ron. Okay. So you talk about this clinical care model 
And you have the cool thing, and I like how y'all word this, you have pathways that can be layered, mixed, and matched to meet an individual's needs. Can you? That's really nicely put. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so we're, we're differentiated in a couple of different ways. And it was really one of the reasons behind my interest in joining Vita is, is you know, there's a nine-year-plus operating history, right? We were early pioneers in integrated care models with dozens of published papers and peer-reviewed journals and presented in, in numerous conferences like the ADA Annual Conference. So we're at a stage where, and we'll get into this, I'm certain, that there's just a, a, an interesting opportunity that's being presented, and it seems to be very timely. Okay, I want to talk about something that y'all have rested, or let's say you're betting on black a little bit here. But again, because you have this layered approach, you don't completely bet on black. But I want to talk about GLP-1 medications. Is it potentially that they're a trap long term, if that's what a company's basing weight loss on? Or are they going to be a long term solution? Because they're so new, we don't know any side effects. Or I mean, we had a lot of drug classes that have come out and offered hope and haven't been that, that magic pill. What do you think about it? Yeah, fair question, Ron. And I think GLP-1 medications, are, they're certainly kind of redefining our understanding of the impact on chronic metabolic health. However, you know, what we're finding is it's not just kind of this shrunk wrap, one size fits all solution, right? So it's best used strategically and when clinically indicated. Uh, and, and that's why we kind of embrace this personalized approach that, that um, you just mentioned, right? So However, not unlike any other chronic conditions, obesity in particular often requires a whole bunch of different lifestyle changes, right? So while medications may be necessary for certain circumstances, I, I think we're going to find that success with less expensive alternatives that like you've seen them, the anti-obesity medications that have been around for a while can be effective. Even those individuals that actually ultimately require GLP-1s, I think are going to, are still going to need and require behavioral change to you know, for a longer term solution to try to, to wean themselves to stop taking those medications eventually. Well, you're, you're bringing up an important, I want to get into your outcomes in a minute, but before we do, the, I saw that y'all have determined that you get a two to one success ratio with people that deal with their mental health first. So their anxiety and their depression, if they can get their head right, you know, this whole mind body connection that sounds so woo woo, isn't so woo woo if you actually get their head right you can actually start the weight loss journey with a lot more success uh, track, tracking, can't you? Yeah, and that's why we take this integrated care approach, right? So if you look at the member holistically rather than at a population level or one disease state or one medication, yeah, if you, if you treat these members properly, you have to look at everything, right? From their mental health and alongside related cardiometabolic conditions, whether it's diabetes, obesity, et cetera. So it, you have to take a, a broader approach, Ron. Okay. And I'm going to assume like Verda and Amada, you have a team that's going to work with them, not only in therapy, but a, they'll have a doctor-led care team. And then they'll have a, some kind of ongoing uh, conversation, whether it's uh, feedback. Do, do you give them digital care at home so they get a constant feedback loop to you? Or how, how do you stay in touch with the members so that they know that they're on track in the green zone or in the red zone? Yeah, great question. And, and really the approach we've been taking, and it's from Vita's origin, right? We began focusing on kind of taking this personalized approach I just mentioned that you know, it's, it's effectively human-led and tech-enabled. And it happens to embrace these clinical approaches that leverage AI tools and empower a bunch of our providers with, I, I consider, robust capabilities that are evidence-based, right? And then we're value-based pricing. So the way we're going to market uh, I believe we're the only virtual cardiometabolic care solution that actually guarantees health outcomes and willing to put those fees at risk. 
And then everything is evidence-based, right? So everything we do takes a clinical approach backed by research. And so we gather and ingest all that data from varying devices that you just mentioned. And we do it while we're looking at, you know, providing a sustainable solution for these members. So I might have a glucometer, uh, a wearable, I might have a watch, I might have a ring, I might have a digital scale at home. Is there anything else that's part of your uh, offering? Well, the human interaction component too, right? So we have conversations with our, whether they're nurse practitioners, the dietitians, the, you know, any other clinicians we have, we have on the team. Okay. All right, let's get into your outcomes because they're super exciting. Uh, again, and before we get to the, this, I want to talk about something that I think is super important. There's going to be little risk in hiring Vita because you've got an ROI of two to one. Your, your payback is about 2000 per member. So what's the risk? Why would people tell you no? Well, I, I think they're always competing priorities, right? And, and the fact is, is trying to just sift through a, a lot of the noise in the marketplace and, and understanding, like, this is why I, I, frankly, one of the reasons why I joined Vita is that we actually have real data that substantiates some of our claims, right? So we have significant weight loss you know, between 7 and 15% on average, 10% for seniors, depending upon kind of the treatment modality. We've seen improvement in diabetes control, whether it's, you know, A1C reductions and by, I think it's nearly two points within six months. We have positive mental health outcomes, so depression and the PHQ reductions of 61%, anxiety and the GAD score of you know, 55%, and stress reductions that I believe are kind of greater than 40% uh, within three months. And then, and frankly, that hypertension control, I think it's 83% of stage two members that actually achieves you know, successful control by year one. So real data to be able to, to back up our claims. And, and as you know, I, I think one thing that we've learned, Ron, is that even a modest five to 7% of weight loss can actually have a pretty big impact on uh, and a metabolic impact and benefits for people with obesity related comorbidities. So uh, those organizations that are looking to treat that chronic condition where those conditions we, we've been seeking out in the marketplace. Well, that's everybody. I mean, over half all employees have metabolic syndrome and that's a big market for you, but it's more importantly, the biggest driver of costs for healthcare for employers, especially the jumbos. So I can't imagine nobody is going to not win big when they hire you guys. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great observation. And the, the issue that we've always been challenged with is that these are challenging to actually measure outcomes on a recurring basis if you have a transient workforce. Right. So mm. that's why we create this value-based pricing model. Right. So again, I, I, I reiterate what I mentioned earlier. I think we're the only virtual cardiometabolic solution out there that guarantees outcomes. So we're putting these at risk for a reason because we actually have data and a long operating history that can help us support those claims. Yeah. No greater confidence than that. Um, let's talk about some other facts here. How many members do y'all currently have in Vita? Oh, over two and a half million. Perfect. And then your physicians uh, and nurses that how many have you got on board there? Oh, you're going to test my retention, Ron. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, hundreds in varying forms, right? Depending upon, as you can imagine, we stratify those, those, those care guides based upon the severity of the, the intervention and what they're treating. Okay. And then your employers, what rate are they renewing at? I think we have about a 98% renewal rate and some of the fallout simply is based upon either acquisition or organizations that are bankrupt. I think those are the two, if I recall. 
basically perfect. And I want to talk about NPS scores. I talk about it a lot on this show. And, and NPS, Net Promoter Score, is basically the, a loyalty measure of one question. And y'all have, interestingly, two different NPS scores. You have a 91 for Spanish and an 80 for the rest of the folks. Explain that one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something we're super proud of, right? It's, as you're pointing out, like it's it's hard to mask or obscure kind of what that real measuring stick is. And an 80% NPS score or 80 NPS score on a blended average across the entire population we serve is, is quite good. The 91% is, is phenomenal. And I think the reason why we distinctly kind of call that out is because a good portion of the population, we're starting to see in some of these, these um, organizations that we're serving happen to have. Uh, Spanish-speaking members. Well, let's so let's put eighty in kind of context. Right now, um, Apple, Uber, Airbnb would love to have an eighty. They're about half that. Okay, the the highest-ranking healthcare company I can find that's not in your space or not in direct care or value-based care is Kaiser Permanente, and they're at forty-six. Now, forty-six is considered excellent, but an eighty and higher is considered world-class by Bain, who created these NPS scores. So. You're in the rare air already with 80, but now you get 91 for Spanish speakers. And now you're like, you know, it's a, like beyond impressive. Oh, thank you. We work yeah. on it. It's a priority. And I think a lot of it stems from, you know, the origin of the business that we, we created around these interactions with members that are so meaningful in creating those relationships. Um, you mentioned retention for your mind. Let's talk about retention for the docs. I'm hoping... And I'm expecting that within the great numbers you're getting, that it's a much more satisfying workplace than a big hospital or big private equity backed position group. Are you able to keep your white coats on board um, because they're more satisfied and less burned out? I think we've been fairly successful. As you know, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging problem to solve, Ron, just broadly for all of those um, organizations that, that operate in our, in our marketplace. Uh, but we've, we've been fortunate. To, to retain because you can you can tell just that the numbers will yield that the the better experience for the members the you know the the cost associated with supporting those members because if you have a high churn rate with your providers that can have a material impact a negative impact of course on your your operating um your operating expenses so we're proud on the fact that we've built a culture where people want to stay and um and it's empowered to be able to make change, and and we're seeing those results. So I know you're brand new at this, but what kind of stuff do you think is going to keep you up at night in this new gig? Well, I mean, there's always the stuff that you don't know, right? The fear of the unknown. No good deed goes unpunished. I think these GLP one categories to your earlier comment is we're while they're redefining kind of how we understand metabolic health and the impact. There are certain things we don't know yet because it's still fairly early. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, um, if people want to reach out to you and get in touch with you, what? how should they find you? Well, I'm simply joe.murad, M-U-R-A-D, at vita.com. Or they can reach us on our website, vita.com, and you can see all of our outcomes. Yeah, it's an impressive outcomes page, guys. All right. Let's, uh, if you could fly a banner overhead with one message, what would that message be for America? Well, I mean, we here at Vita, we're going to continue to focus on obesity and diabetes programs, right? We were founded back in 2014, really to kind of treat the root causes of those diseases. And we do it through this personalized care model 
these integrated mental health support that we mentioned and the power of the human connection from our providers. And we've been doing it for nearly 10 years and we're really good at it. I think, you know, what there are some horrible trends that you've, you know, you've observed here in the broader marketplace that we're trying to help contain. So if we can help leverage the current interest that's related to some of these chronic conditions and improve outcomes, that's the message. I think it's going to require some engagement from both the plan sponsors and the members to be able to do it effectively. So you know, if you can find plan sponsors out there who are seeking quantifiable cost savings and a commitment to sustain solutions and investing in their members' health, call Vita Health. Very good. So Vita Health is actually reversing metabolic disease, not promising. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Joe, for your time. And I'd love to keep up with you over the years and see how y'all continue to grow. It's an exciting offering for the marketplace and uh, one that I think employers would be glad they engaged with. My pleasure. Appreciate it, Ron. Thank you. Here's why I chose Redirect Health as our sponsor. I've, number one, been a satisfied client for five years now. Number two, our most popular shows are all about Redirect Health. There's that. When it comes to health plans for small employers focused on reducing health care costs, nobody does it better, in my opinion, than Redirect Health. They have an impressive 3,000-plus Google five-star ratings and growing with an average rating of 4.6 stars. Can't beat that. I can vouch for the integrity and unwavering commitment of its founders, Dave Berg and Dr. Janice Johnson, to us as members. They are the real deal. Now, how does Redirect Health work for me and for you? Well, I have anywhere, anytime access to my healthcare team for any reason. They always have my medical records ready, whether I need a prescription refill, have a rash, back pain, or need my annual physical. Redirect Health has got me. They got me covered. They have zero co-pays for virtual and primary care visits, and you can access their urgent care services too. Plus, I get chiropractic care bundled in, labs and x-rays bundled in, and they quarterback the patient assistance for free medications for many frontline employees, which means they can get their medications free or near free and other services too. They run that gamut for you. Hospitalization coverage has just a $2,000 deductible and zero co-pays or care delays, which makes it different from everything else maybe you've seen before. And all of this comes at about half the cost of a traditional high deductible plan. And the best part this is important, so I'm going to repeat it, is zero co-pays. Whether I see my doctor or they help me find one, I pay literally nothing at the clinic or afterwards. It's crystal clear this is what hassle-free healthcare and health plans should look like. With Redirect Health, there's much less chance of a surprise bill, and they handle all the headaches if my doctor's billing department or the hospital messes up. They treat me like a person, not a number, and I have a healthcare plan that's not only affordable, but it's easy and accessible, friction-free. So right at my fingertips is the Redirect Health app right on my front page with live care teams available 24-7, 365. Try calling them on Christmas Day. I promise you they'll answer. <laughs> and they'll answer any questions and connect you with a healthcare provider whenever you need it. They've done it for me for five years. Redirect Health, where your health is a priority. Go to redirecthealth.com backslash on for your free ebook. A business owner's guide to healthcare from expense to asset. That's redirecthealth.com backslash Ron for your free ebook. Thanks for listening. You can advance our movement by subscribing and kindly take a minute and leave a review. Each is a win for this show. Until next episode.